It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid. I'm Tay. And welcome to season five, episode 14. We are at the halfway mark of this season and this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, for real. (laughs) This is basically the rest of the season i'm just going through watching regular boy meets world episodes like haha have a fun time and then this one hit and i did not know what to do oh (laughs) baby did they introduce conflict it's honestly great i can't imagine watching this half of the season week to week i i might die it's me (laughs) that's true it's you it's you hello i'm dead (laughs) you're doing it Let's do it. What are you nostalgic for this week? Elf yourself. What? Do you? Okay. There's this interactive app or website at the time that came out in 2006 oh, yes. called Elf Yourself. Yes. And it's very funny in concept now because it's like ridiculous. I thought mm-hmm. that they were the funniest things in the world. They're not. They're not <laughs> when you look back at them now. But They're not. <laughs> it's basically like you would put... A photo of yourself. You could take a photo that you had pre-existing that was on your computer. Right. Or you could take one with a, a webcam or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you would upload it and you could pick a song or dance or whatever. And it was just like pre-made dances of elves with your faces on them. Yes. This I remember. <sighs> and there, my friends and I were very into this and my family was very into this. <laughs> and... I, I remember like watching a video on TikTok recently about it, and that's what made me think of it. Uh, yeah. And people were like, why did we think that this was the peak of comedy in 2006? I'm like, because we didn't know how computers really worked still. We didn't still. have anything <laughs> at the time. We had nothing. Yeah. It was like the start of all iPhones and everything, too. So yeah. my mom was like obsessed with Jib Jab and would always send us stuff. I think she did it up until a few years ago. Like she would put my dog's faces on them, and then they would just be like breakdancing dogs. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is happening? What is going on? Anyway, the Elf Yourself version of it was just a, a Christmas time staple for me and my friends and family, and tis the season right now, so it made me <laughs> thought of it. This episode's going to come out like right after that, so yeah, yeah. And wow. what's crazy is that the stat that's just on their uh, on the Google page when you bring it up is like globally over two billion elves have been created since two thousand six. Oh, that's so, so scary. Lots of people have used this dang app, and if yeah. you did, let me know. <laughs> I probably did, but it wasn't, I mean, my family didn't, half my family didn't celebrate Christmas, so I was just like, if I did it, it was a thing that I did and then told no one about. (laughs) (laughs) See, we were like putting them on our Facebook pages and everything, and that's hilarious now because I can go on my friend's photos and like do the see friendship on a Facebook Mm -hmm. page, and then I'm like, well, look at all these elf yourselves that we just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> together oh my god it's so dumb that's so funny dancing elves just someone dancing had to dress elf. up like an elf in real life to make the video for that with just their face not oh you're being so a part right. of it <laughs> yeah yeah they cgi'd out their face wow that's so funny professional dancers don't get enough credit for things that they do sometimes and this is one of those cases <laughs> real true i wonder who that person is 
Man, I care about that so much. I care about that person so much. I want to know what they're doing. I want to know if they're okay. I want to know how much money they made off of that project. Yeah, there's like one person, three people in some videos, like a whole group of them and like six of them together. I need to know who they are. Where are they now? Where are they now specifically for the Elf Yourself dancers? (laughs) There's got to be a way to find them. I was an Elf Yourself dancer on TikTok. Somebody's done that. Certainly. We should pitch that question on TikTok. Just I'm, if I you need to know were now, a dancer <laughs> for the Elf Yourself from 2006, potentially to now. To now. Do people still do that? In 2012, they switched it over to a different uh, owner that's not Jib Jab, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it since. So that's 11 years. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's like 17 years ago at this point. So That's crazy. Wow. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Hey, what are you nostalgic for? The last Hamilton show that was in Chicago. Okay. Of the like sit down production because it's technically touring Chicago right now. So that doesn't count. (laughs) I was going to say it is there. (laughs) Yeah. No, it is. It is currently there. And I miss her. I need to go back. Um, But (laughs) the the touring production that was here, not the touring, the sit down production that was here um, from 20, I think 2016, like fall of 2016 was when it launched. Um, and then it left in January of 2020. Mm. Um, and in that time, as you all may know, I saw Hamilton 19 times. Uh, the first time I saw it was wow. in January of 2017. So I didn't see it for a while. And it was so good, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. But separate from the fact that it was Hamilton, it was it was weird to like go into that show with the I had very little expectations. I listened to the album, I think, one or two times through before, mostly because I don't, I'm not the kind of person who likes to go in with like the knowledge of what is happening for shows. I yes. like going in blind. Me I like too. not having heard the music. But for Hamilton, I had friends who were like very obsessed with the music beforehand and they were like, it's worth listening to. Like yes. it's worth listening to beforehand because it goes so fast. It's nice to like know what's going on. Um, so that you can really pay attention to like the show itself. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. I literally Googled like, should I listen to Hamilton before? And people were like, if you don't want to listen to the whole album, these are the songs you should listen to. And I was like, okay. So I did that. And then I was like, it's so good. <laughs> I to the whole thing. So I did. And I remember the first time I heard the full album, I was literally in work. I was at mm-hmm. work. I was in work. I was at work uh, in my office at the time. And I got to um, the Stay Alive reprise. <laughs> Mm-hmm. not knowing what was going to happen. And I was crying in my office alone. Because yes. It was like five o'clock. Like people had already left for the day. And it was, that was very sad and also funny. Um, but I digress. Mm-hmm. I saw Hamilton several times. We get to the last show, me and my friend Carissa, who um, I didn't meet at Hamilton, but we started, she worked for Broadway in Chicago. And uh, we met at a, we met at Les Mis. And she just like said something nice to me. And I was like, do you want to be friends? <laughs> And that is why me and Chris are friends to this day. Um, and we went to just to just see, just to see, because I had gone and stand, stood in line to like see what tickets were available for like the day before. And they were very expensive. It was like over $300. We were like, that's crazy. Like we can't, I've spent lots of money on Hamilton, but I was like, ah, 300 is so much for one. Like mm-hmm. I used to pay significantly less to go see the show. And I have in the past paid less to see it. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. We go stand in line or we go just down there to see like what's up. Just to like see, just to be there. We see a lot of people that we know. We see friends. We see like people who used to be in the show who like remembered us. 
and we're just like seeing the show again, basically. Mm-hmm. And because um, they came back for like the last show, it was like a whole thing. And we decide to buy these tickets that we see on Ticketmaster, uh, resale tickets. And so we're waiting. It's like 15, 20 minutes before the show starts. We're waiting. We're waiting for the tickets to get sent to us. They never do. So we're standing there like, how do we get in? What do we do? We go to the box office and I'm like, I bought these tickets, but Ticketmaster is not sending them. Nobody's sitting in those seats. Can you please do anything for us? So he basically printed the box office man to this day hero okay because there was he probably shouldn't have been able to do this but he did it for us and then one other couple who had like done a, a similar thing yeah and he printed tickets for us so that we could get in we didn't see the beginning but we got in at Skylar sisters and me and chris spent the whole show sobbing <laughs> we were crying so much people around us were like are you guys okay we weren't we were not okay um and it was so special it was so special It was so special. There was nothing like last show energy. And most of the time it's like, very rarely are you getting like the last show of something ever, right? Right. In Broadway, especially things close all the time. But like Chicago has not had a ton of long running sit down productions. We've had a few, but not something like that. Something so like culturally relevant besides maybe Wicked, but I was like a baby when that was here. Um, I wasn't a baby. I was (laughs) a teenager, but I wasn't, you know, whatever. So for... Us to have gone to that show, to have, like, experienced all of the insane energy that came with this cast closing. Miguel Cervantes, who plays Hamilton, he was Hamilton the entire run. He did not leave. We, there was a lot of cast changes, um, a lot of rotating out, but he had been there the whole time leading that cast. And he's so good. He is on Broadway now. Um, and the reason I was thinking about this is because I am going to see his last show in Hamilton in January. And... It's crazy to think of how long he's been doing this mm-hmm. and the fact that he's leaving is just like blowing my mind. But also I get it. It's probably a really hard show to do seven shows a week and he's been doing it for so long. And I, I'm just so excited to see that and to have that energy again, because literally anybody who's seen him is like, oh my God, he's so good. Like he's the best. He's so, so, so good at this role. And yeah. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to see him again. And there's still other people from Chicago that are still in that cast. And that's going to be really fun. I'm just pumped. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. And so I'm nostalgic for that specific energy of Hamilton on its last show because there's just nothing like it. Oh, I'm going to cry. No, there's just nothing <laughs> like it. It's, it's oh, so, it was so magical. And I'm so happy that I got to have that moment. It was really, really special. I love that. Yeah. I love, uh, you mentioned last show energy, and it made me think of the time that purposely went out to New York to go see Aaron's last show in Moulin Rouge. (laughs) And that being said, there were four people leaving that night. It was not just Aaron. Um, There was Natalie, who was also, she was the Satine, so she was leaving. Mm -hmm. And then Ricky was leaving, and he's Santiago. And so that was a, they were like best buds. So the fact that the two of them were leaving together was wild. And then there was someone in the chorus that was also leaving or ensemble. But as soon as like, I, I don't know if like Hamilton was also like this or if it was just people on like in this theater going absolutely wild. But like people were screaming like oh, the yeah. entire time and like singing with it. And I was like, oh, OK, no. I get it. But like, no, <laughs> no, we weren't doing that. Well, I think the difference in is that Moulin Rouge is like popular music. Yeah, but it was like I, I feel like there was a certain like resurgence of Moulin Rouge or like it especially got big via TikTok because oh, everyone certainly. was 
just sharing all of the the clips yeah, of yeah, yeah. all the singing and everything and then people were very obsessed with their debate and i was like okay but we still have to have theater etiquette yeah for sure <laughs> but it was like the most rowdy thing and i remember he commented on it like after i've never done a show like that i don't even <laughs> i don't even know what's going on but uh, getting to see all of them like do their final bows and yeah. everything was really sad i did cry and then aaron had the freaking audacity to just come back to the show and i was like did pretty crazy it's been him, like honestly. six or seven months and yeah, then he came back and was like long. haha i'm back and i was like i why did i go see you <laughs> <laughs> why did i spend all that money <laughs> uh, and the worst part was that when he was leaving that show again i thought do i go again i know i remember you <laughs> debating it and being like i can't i, I super shouldn't do this but i would like to <laughs> yeah yeah um, um yeah, yeah, I'm so pumped. I am very excited for that trip. I'm literally going for less than 24 hours, and I'm trying to decide if it makes sense for me to get a room to have just, like, as a base. Mm-hmm. But it seems kind of crazy, so I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense for me to get a room that I will be in for maybe six out of the 18 hours that I'm there. That's a wild little trip. It is. I'm stressed, but in a fun <laughs> way, in a fun, exciting way. Yeah. So we'll see. But, yeah. Do you want to get into it? I would love to. Season five, episode 14 is titled Heartbreak Corey. So you know that like that's already a great sign. It's going to be fine. What do you mean? Uh, Nothing bad could possibly happen. I remember when it flashed up on my Disney Plus as this is the next episode. And I thought, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I got so mad. (laughs) All right. The episode aired on February 6th, 1998. And it was directed by William Russ. Was it really? Yeah, who plays oh, Alan so for those fun. who don't know actors. Um, and was written by Daniel Page. So William Russ did this episode, and oh that's why God. before this I was like, What? <laughs> I didn't know I must have known that on some level, but I forgot. I I, I will say a job well done from yeah, him on this really episode. Great direction. Synopsis is Corey becomes attracted to a young lady who helps take care of him after he sprains his ankle during a ski trip. I mean that's kind how you of, get. yeah. That's that's about it. Okay. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so the first scene, we are at the school. The seniors are all getting ready to leave for a ski trip, and Feeny is reminding them that there are laws that must be obeyed if societies to survive. In other words, I'll be watching you two, and points at Corey and Sean. Sean says, all I heard was fun. Corey replies, it's our first romantic weekend away with the girls. They wave at Topanga and Angela, who wait back, and he finishes, and the school's picking up the tab. Sean tells him he got a blueprint of the ski lodge, and they start planning how they are, I guess, going to switch rooms in the middle of the night. The funniest part of this segment is Corey asks Sean what kind of Feeny snoring he's supposed to listen for, rhythmic or intermittent, because Feeny's room is between theirs and the girls. And Sean says, rhythmic, I told you rhythmic, am I alone in this? Um, (laughs) But that's like, I'm going to cut the rest of it. Corey suggests that they tell the girls a plan, and Sean's like, you're so naive. They want to come to our room. They just need some lame excuse, and we are just the guys to give it to them. Corey says, I love skiing. And we cut over to Topanga and Angela. Topanga says, look at those two. You know what they're planning, don't you? Angela says, yeah, the midnight switch. You got to love the effort. Topanga agrees. Yeah, it looks like they're working hard, too. I see diagrams. Angela laughs and says, you know, the humane thing to do would be to tell them that they don't have a prayer. Topanga agrees. Oh, sure. But the fun thing to do is, and they both flirty wave at them. The boys wave back and call, we love you. And Topanga says just to Angela, never going to happen. Feeny <laughs> then comes back in to tell the students that the bus has arrived, but adds, no, I don't want another incident like last year's fiasco in the Amish country. Corey was like fiddling with bags and stands up to everyone staring at him. And he goes, why is everyone looking at me? And Feeny just shakes his head. Topanga <laughs> then walks up to Corey and says, someone's planning a romantic weekend, huh? And he says, well it is a weekend without her parents so you can't blame me for thinking about it she relents oh i'm thinking about it too and he says really and she says yeah but it might be more romantic if you talk to me about our weekend plans instead of sean 
He says, okay, that could be. And they head to the little like couch like area in the hallway. And he says, we start by uh, tipping the guy. So he stops the ski lift around sunset. She says, uh-huh. And he continues. And then there's no one to keep you, no one around to keep you warm except me. And she replies, I get so cold. Yes. And what do you do? She kisses him and he asks, and she kisses him and asks, and what do you do? He says, well, I put you in front of the fireplace and we do some of this, gesturing out their lips, and we drink hot chocolate and do some of this. And she giggles, says, you see how we like all the same things, Corey? He says, yeah, listen, let's never get off the couch, okay? And she goes, well, that doesn't leave us a lot of time for skiing. And he says, oh, there's plenty of time to ski. We're going to be together for the rest of our lives. Hard cut to the ski lodge where Corey is yelling about how it's broken as Sean and Topanga support him hopping over to the couch in the lobby. A girl who works at the lodge walks over and says, those slopes are treacherous. Feeney tells him he tells her he fell getting off the bus. And she replies, those buses are treacherous. She checks out his ankle and says, well, I don't think anything's broken. It's probably just a mild sprain. Corey's like, embellish it for my friends. She says, I'll have the doctor come and embellish it for you. My guess is you'll live, but you won't ski. Sorry. She walks away and he says, well, there goes our senior ski weekend, huh? Topanga's sitting with him on the couch and says, no, Corey, we can have a great weekend here together. We can sit here while everybody else is out playing in the snow and skiing and having fun. And we can talk about how much fun they're having without us. He replies, go ski. And she says, thank you. And runs off to get ready, presumably to ski. He says, no, go ahead, go. Sean never would have left me. He lays down with his foot sort of elevated and Sean <laughs> walks by with a board and says, Corey, get your foot out of the way and lifts it. Corey yells in pain as people walk by to go ski and then two guys stop to stare at him. So he says, ski injury. I hit a little ice patch on Devil's Run. The worker girl from before walks up and says, Devil's Run is closed this weekend. He replies, then what I did was insane. And she says, how about some hot chocolate, insane person? He says, I'd get you some, but my foot really hurts. She replies, I'll get it for us. It's part of my job. He says, this must be a great place to work. And she goes, yeah, but during the day it gets a little quiet because everyone's out on the hill and I'm stuck inside. He says, well, I guess today you're stuck with me. She says, I've been stuck with worse. She hands him the drink and then sits down across from him. You play backgammon? He goes, my middle name is backgammon. She laughs, what's your first name? And he says, Corey. She replies, mine's Lauren. They shake hands and she starts setting up the board. He continues to look at her, smiling. And that is the end of the scene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flash back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Just work up. I love the idea of this overnight school trip. I don't know why. I was trying to think back if we had any overnight trips just mm -hmm. in high As school. children, no. Yeah. And I, I think I only did in an AP class in my senior year. And we went up north and did some things science related. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I just didn't have like a fun weekend with Yeah. Not a <laughs> weekend, class. certainly. Not a senior trip either. But we did my orchestra uh, mm -hmm. Like our music department, every year they would rotate through one group, band, orchestra, or choir to go on a trip. And for a while it was Europe. And then when it was my year to go, it was um, South America, which oh. is wild. <laughs> um, and they would just, you would just go across uh, the ocean or whatever to play in churches or when it was Europe, it was like churches and stuff. Um, and I think that's the only thing that we had. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get to go, obviously. But yeah, as like a school thing, no. Yeah. Nothing like that. It was like a department thing. Yeah, I forgot about the music thing because our band and maybe our orchestra, I mostly the band, they would go play at different events just mm -hmm. across. Uh, I remember like they went down to Memphis one year. They were playing some things. I think one time they went to Hawaii, but like a oh, lot of wow. times they also went to Europe. But I was in choir and choir didn't do anything. And yeah. I don't know why <laughs> we would like go perform at the community town center that was the extent of our trips they did not like choir 
R.I.P. They loved our choir because choir got to go with band sometimes. Yeah, I'm jealous. So they would both go. <laughs> they could do drinks. Not fair. Uh yeah, how on earth did Sean get a map of the hotel lodge layout is what I would like to know. A blueprint, not a map. Yeah, yeah, that's, like that's what I mean. Internal, like a full... <laughs> yeah, but even so, I'm just saying, like, that's even more insane. <laughs> um, I really love the two of these couples a whole heck of a lot right at the beginning of this episode. So cute. Because it's just cute that they are also friends. Like, mm-hmm. Topanga and Angela are these friends, and they seem to be very close now, especially given the fact that Corey and Sean are also best friends. So it's like, that's just a sweet time. They're having fun with each other. Um, I really love Corey and Topanga at the beginning of this, just being in love and flirting. And even he says the rest of our lives. And I think that that's important <laughs> just, <laughs> just before it transitions into the next scene um, and then being at the lodge. Because obviously someone knew. <laughs> someone knew. I did think it's funny that he immediately heard himself off the bus it didn't do anything just on the ski trip and so, uh, itself wasn't even on the ski trip yet just got <laughs> out of bus <laughs> yeah. um i did just have in my note whomst uh which is when lauren just appeared because i was like she, all of a sudden she's very friendly with feeny too or just like yeah she's just a part of it and it's like oh there's this new character and they've not said her name yet at this point Mm-mm. um I do. I, I love that Topanga just wants to ski so badly, and she kind of guilted him into doing it. He's like, "Yeah, go ahead, go ski." Because <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun. I'm like, yeah, I would also be in that position where I want to be with you, but I I did come here for the skiing part of it. Yeah, <laughs> but it made me sad that no one was spending time with him. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Lauren comes, and she has a name now. That's also what I wrote. <laughs> she has a name. So you know she's important because she Which has is a, a big name. deal. She's got yeah. a name. Um, my one question was, how old is she? Because she looks young, but she's also working at the ski lodge. Yeah. I mean, I imagine she's also high school age. She's just working there a lot. <laughs> and I was like, right. do you do anything? Well, this is besides- a weekend, right? It's a weekend ski trip. Yeah. So in theory, it's like afternoon. But also, she That's does true. say it gets a little lonely. So maybe, maybe she's out of college. Maybe she just works at the, or not, not out of college, out of high school, and she just works at the lodge. Yeah, I think it's is it Linda Cardellini? Yes. Yeah. Very cool. I love when she just appears in nineties and early two thousands things, and even now, I like when she <laughs> when she also shows up. Yeah. Um, now, I would also like to say that at the end of this, when he's looking at her, there's an emotional stinger that the music is oh, playing. Oh yeah. They're play- they're- just for those that don't watch the episodes and just listen to this, it's a it's a big deal now mm-hmm. that now there's Lauren and mm-hmm. he's curious, as am I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so things to know about this episode, right? Uh-huh. No B story. This is yep. The this whole is story. it. <laughs> this is the whole story. So you know it's important because they're taking up all twenty minutes. Okay. Second thing, basically the entire episode, with the exception of this first scene that's like in the school, this entire episode takes place in the like lodge lobby. So when we're switching scenes, I'm not going to say where they are because they're always in the lodge lobby. There's like nowhere else for them to go. They spent all the budget doing this. And so this is where they are. It is um, a really nice It lodge. looks great. Yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> it's a fantastic um, set. <laughs> I like the like outside shot, like the the establishing shots that they use of the lodge like during the day, during the night, because... If you look at the front of it, it makes no sense in context with presumably how small the actual lodge that yes. they're in is, which I think is so funny. Um, but it is it is 
it's certainly it's certainly interesting it's certainly something mm-hmm. um so yeah any any more any more thoughts before we dive in i just no one wanted to spend time with him but lauren is spending all of her time with him i think about that a lot like what could have been if anybody wanted to hang out with Corey instead of going skiing this episode wouldn't have happened i bet <laughs> i mean it would have happened it just there would be no plot there would be a b story <laughs> The B story would be like Sean and Angela out on the ski hill. Yeah. Or like, oh my so, God. That'd be or so... like Topanga, Topanga and Angela probably if like Sean stayed back. Because yeah. that also would have been funny. That would have been so fun. But they can't have that much set, honestly. They can't do a mountain. They can't do a mountain. That'd be crazy. Okay. So the next scene, Corey and Lauren are working on a puzzle and his ankle is now wrapped. He says, we spent two hours working on a jigsaw puzzle and half the pieces are missing. She says, yeah, these idiots keep putting money into the snowmaking equipment and completely skimp on the puzzle budget. He jokes, how do they stay in business? And she says, you know, you can still see the picture if you use a little imagination. He goes, yeah, there's a curly-haired kid falling off a bus. She laughs, and a cute mountain girl coming to his rescue. The audience whoops. They hold eye contact for a bit as the crew comes downstairs. Topanga says, Corey, I had so much fun. I got on the wrong lift and wound up doing six months with the Olympic team. Lauren has walked away, and he says, good for you. She continues, but the best part is, I think I'm going to be in a chapstick commercial. She sits down on the table in front of him on the puzzle, which Corey slightly reacts to, but doesn't say anything about, and he just says, good for you again. I noticed that, and I was like, ah! Interesting. She says, Mm. I'm sorry, Corey, you must be so bored. I'll change out of my ski suit, and when I get back, we'll spend the rest of the night together, okay? She kisses him and goes to change. Lauren walks back over and starts to put the puzzle away. Looks like you'll be in good hands. She hands him a puzzle piece and says, here, your own piece of the mountain. Keep it as a souvenir. She starts to walk away, but he calls Lauren, and she stops. Thanks. It's been the best day with a mildly sprained ankle I've ever had. She smiles and walks off, and he watches her go. Important. Yes. (laughs) You you guys know what's going on here, okay? But I want to make sure that you can see it in your mind's eye. Sean, uh, who's been watching this whole exchange, says, well, somebody's got a crush. Corey butts, Lauren's just being nice, that's all. Sean says, Corey, you think I don't know you better than anybody? Corey, t- Corey continues, Sean, Lauren's being nice to me because it's her job. As a matter of fact, after today, I'm not planning on spending any more time with her. He's gesturing with the puzzle piece he holds, then looks down at it, kind of grinning to himself. Sean says again, but more serious this time, Corey, you think I don't know you better than anybody? Corey puts the puzzle piece in his shirt pocket, and that is the end of the scene. Uh, okay, so this is a moment where, if even if it wasn't William Russ, I loved no like whoever directed this. I mm-hmm. was gonna give major props to because even the little moments, like how you were saying, how you clocked it, like those are also things that I clocked. Yes. just like little reactions to things. But then even some shots, like when he is looking at Lauren and like watching her walk off, and then like Sean is just positioned in the yes. background. I'm like. Yes, it's really good. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so they've been spending all these hours together just getting to know each other. They're like joking and being a little bit flirty with each other now. What I think is funny is when she gives him the puzzle piece at the end earlier in that episode or in that, not in the episode, in the scene where she's saying, yeah, they just keep disappearing. I'm like, do you keep giving them away? <laughs> Are you giving them to people as a flirty <laughs> gift every time? <laughs> Is that why they're all missing? You're oh just really gosh. casual about the fact that all of the pieces are gone. That's true. No, I believe they're actually just gone, but that that was funny for me. <laughs> I do have a note of like, is she actually working? <laughs> because she's just been with Corey for the past couple of hours. True. Um, specifically two and a half. Uh, so that's that's just a lot of time to not be doing anything. But maybe they're chill at the lodge. And that's great. I mean It is a ski know- lodge. It's a ski lodge. People are outside and it's maybe her job to keep guests happy if a, a random child 
sprains his ankle. <laughs> teenager sprains his ankle. And her boss is like, spend time with that kid. Now, <laughs> Which she didn't do. She just did it. So I don't know. Yeah, there are no it, rules at the lodge. <laughs> the lodge is its own place. <laughs> yeah. She lives there or something. Or maybe. <laughs> when they do have the little flirty moment at the beginning and the audience woos it, I felt so betrayed by those two <laughs> by the audience <laughs> because like hey you guys know you know about Topanga why are you like you know Corey and Topanga they are one of the best couples and the entire audience is like yeah let's They're like, go oh. <laughs> That's so funny <laughs> uh so yeah that that was great but I was just like stop please stop um and even like the fact that Topanga comes back and she's all happy and like she's ready to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because I also know I wouldn't want to be left out in the way that Corey was because that would suck. But it's yeah. like, all right, you're going to turn your attention away for two hours and then all of a sudden be like, very flirty with other people. Corey. <laughs> it's, you know, it's an interesting. Mm, I'm going to save this for later in the yep, episode. There's. <laughs> Surprise, there's more. <laughs> there's oh, no way. But yeah, I, I really appreciated the fact that Sean clocked it immediately mm-hmm. um, because he makes the, the point twice. You don't think I know you better than anybody. Mm. But with it kind of being like the casual crush and then him clocking it again is like, hey, oh, it's something else. This is actually a little bit more serious, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. And then the fact that he saved the piece, like he kept it in his pocket. I was like, no, Corey. <laughs> Very deliberately looking, too. Like, the way he put it in his pocket was, like... Because he, like, patted the puzzle piece after it was in there. I was like, sir. Just close to his heart, eh? Yeah. It's very interesting. Okay, so the next scene. The core four are playing a game where they read out questions from a book. They're the core four. What? What do you want? That's what they are. (laughs) People called the Riverdale four the core four, and that's where I pulled it from. Gotcha. Um, They, uh... I could say the couples, but the core four is more fun. They are reading questions from a book and discussing the answers. Corey asked Topanga, if you could change your mate into one animal, what would it be and why? Topanga thinks and he adds, please, nothing fuzzy wuzzy. She settles on a falcon and he says, yes, a falcon, a hunter of all that is fuzzy wuzzy. She says, no, a falcon, because I want you to be free to soar majestically as long as I know that you'll always come back to me. (laughs) Sid just threw her entire body backwards. (laughs) Oh, it's just some lines I forget about until you just said them again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Angela says to Sean, if I ever get like that, kill me. And he replies, <laughs> I would have to, which is the best. I love them so much together. Lauren walks by with some wood for the fireplace and Tifang asks her to join, which is kind of insane because she's literally in the process of working. But whatever. Corey says, <laughs> Lauren's probably got better things to do. Angela says, no, please come join us. We can use someone whose answers aren't so pukey. Topanga says, you know, I could take you. And Angela says, you don't want to dance with me, girl. And they like get up and start acting like they're about to pillow fight. And Sean goes, chick fight, move the table. They go, ready, ready. And instead of hitting each other, they attack the boys with pillows. And everyone laughs as Lauren looks on kind of awkwardly smiling. She says, oh, you guys look comfortable enough without me. Topanga says, no, no, we'll keep playing. Come on, you can ask the next question. Corey's up. She hands her the book and Lauren squeezes onto the couch with Corey and Topanga wild he goes nervously is it hot in here or is it just me because i'm hot okay so i I can't be the only one who's hot so who's hot and sean says maybe you're sitting too close to the fire which is wild Corey is still nervous says why would you say that like i can't believe you said that (laughs) lauren's been looking for a question this whole time and turns to Corey and goes okay 
if you had an affair, he screams. And she continues, do you think the guilt would change your behavior? He starts, where did they come up with that? Why? I mean, that's such a crazy question. Why would they ask me that question? He starts rambling um, about being asked that question and how falcons are notoriously monogamous birds. And everyone starts laughing, sans Lauren. Like, this is absolutely hilarious. And so he's able to avoid the question. Topanga says, still sort of laughing. No, I'm exhausted. And Angela agrees, me too. I'm going to bed. She gets up and Sean follows. Well, I'm right behind you. She gives him a look and he says, I mean, I'm going to my room, right? That's where I'm going. And he says, right. Or she says, right. That's where you're going. And she goes and he continues, right, right. I'll be in my room reading the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) He goes and then Topanga gets up to leave too. But Corey tries to stop her. Wait, I'm not tired. Who wants to see a movie? She says, you can stay up, but not too late because I want my Corey Falcon flying down the slopes with me tomorrow. Okay. She kisses him on the cheek and says, good night. And then good night to Lauren. He sort of looks at Lauren nervously and says, well, I'd better get some sleep too. And starts to get up. She says, yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to sit here, let the fire die down. She gets up and turns the lights down and adds, watch the moon rise over the mountain. They both look up at the moon and he says, sounds nice. I've never done anything like that before because I'm from the city. And in the city, we don't see that many stars because of what they call, and she finishes, ambient light. He says, right, ambient light. She says, I was raised in the city too. He asks Philadelphia. She's staring up at the moon and says, no, New York. But we moved when I was 13. Thought I'd hate living in the mountains, but now I wouldn't live anywhere else. He says, well, I'm from the city. I could only live in the city. Couldn't live without that ambient light. In fact, I don't want to see anything in the sky. Uh, She says, look. And he goes, okay, and looks up and says, wow, there's so many stars up there. It's so beautiful. She says, you were distracted by the city lights. She notes that the fire is going out and asks if she should throw another log on. He doesn't reply. So she gets up and does just that. And he starts to smile. We see them through the window of the lodge starting to talk more. And we'll call that a scene. (laughs) Ominous sigh. Yeah, Topanga is just so confident in her relationship with Corey. As she should be. As she should be. He's never given her a reason to not trust him. Mm -hmm. And yet, uh, this is just, you know, like every, like people that are in relationships, this is like one of the worst things, like in your mind, you're like, they would never do that thing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want them to do this thing. And yet Corey, who has never had a girlfriend really besides Topanga, is now in this situation and so that that's what i know that's the point of the episode (laughs) like this whole story arc but i don't know just knowing like how hard he had like vied for topanga and like fought for her and then like even the time even the times where they had broken up and then gotten back together i was like why (laughs) Why, (laughs) why, why are you doing um but anyway uh, I love Angela keeping it very real uh, at the beginning of the episode. Or I keep saying of the episode, of the scene. It's all in one set location. Yeah. So it's yeah. just the episode. <laughs> it just continues. Uh, at the beginning of the scene where she's like, if I ever get like that, kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I would have to. I love them. They're so well matched. Like they're so valid. It's the best. Yeah. I, I love getting to see more glimpses of the mm-hmm. two of them. And it's also been a really long time since I've seen Angela and Sean yeah. on screen together because yeah. it's we haven't done this in half a year, so also very fun. Um, I don't remember what it's in reference to, but I do have in all caps in my notes, Corey, you are in love with Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did also think the question that Lauren specifically went through the book to find. and She then was said, digging through that book. For a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then asked about affair. I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> why it's Um, oh man i have so many lauren thoughts that are more relevant towards the end of the episode so yeah yeah oh um and the way that he reacts to all of it 
because him saying the little jokes and like trying to make everyone laugh he does that for a while yeah in this scene like it goes on yeah it just keeps happening i would be really weirded out if my boyfriend was doing that (laughs) but they're all all just kind of laugh (laughs) and then the audience is laughing because uh, presumably they're supposed to and i'm looking at the scene like this is actually insane behavior (laughs) (laughs) if you're if you're just looking at it from the outside and lauren's not laughing i'm like that's correct actually because whatever he's doing right now is crazy yeah Um, and maybe that's why it's funny is because they know him and she doesn't really know him yet so she's just like sure what are you doing (laughs) why not Uh, answering the question but also she knows what she's doing yeah she's the one that asked the question right up front like hey you what what would happen if you had an affair (laughs) just (laughs) what would the guilt change your behavior (laughs) interesting you're acting pretty weird right now seems like it (laughs) interesting which is very funny because again like how you said she doesn't know him but all of the rest of them do and he's very much not acting like Corey in that moment so it's very very intentional of like (laughs) would you act different he's like what no what what (laughs) why would me (laughs) uh, falcons are notoriously monogamous birds i'm a falcon so why would i be weird then what are you talking about it's crazy like it's so and then topanga's like oh well i'm tired (laughs) 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 just doesn't and the game is over now everyone's going to bed we're just gonna go to bed um yeah angela and sean are still cute that's the second half when they're having that little interaction at the end um i love just sean this is not the only time in the episode that he mentions read in the bible and i think that that's very funny (laughs) and also the bible's filled with weird stuff so it's it's very funny that (laughs) I, i love the idea that he reads this is for later, but the, that he reads any part of the Bible and comprehends it is so funny to me. It's Sean. <laughs> there's simply no way. It's Sean Hunter. <laughs> it's, there's no way. Um, I've read the Bible. It's hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a whole class of mine in college. Oh, my God. Yeah, weird, weird book. Even when uh, Topanga goes to bed, though, I do have in my notes, like, she, again, is super confident and trusting in him. Like, she's leaving him with this other girl they're the only two that are awake and she is just very much okay with it has no doubt in her mind that anything would happen yeah and that's because again like (laughs) why would she like she literally has no reason to doubt she has never once had a reason to doubt him yeah except for maybe one episode a bajillion years ago but we won't talk about that it's fine yeah but even then it was like they worked hard to work through that entire thing and then get back together so like not even do you remember do you remember the episode with the when Corey and Topanga were dating and the, those two girls invited him over him and Sean over so that they could make out the like short-haired blonde girl oh yeah yeah and she was like and basically it was the same situation but the whole time he was like trying to get that girl off of him. Yeah. yeah and she just like went for it anyway yeah and Not then they time. had a very quick conversation of like, don't do that again. And he was like, I simply never would. Uh, he would. <laughs> He's doing it now. But of course, they were only 14 at the time. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, now he knows better. <laughs> yeah. True. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah. Turning down the lights was not a good sign at all. Um, I, I, what they're doing is cute. If he wasn't in a relationship, I would think that it was a very nice little weekend. Yeah, like like looking up at the stars, like enjoying each other's company, just having a conversation. Yeah, Um, I think there's a fun metaphor about being distracted by the city lights in here. Oh, Um, I know. And also the way she said it is like, (laughs) "I'm the mountain, she's the city." (laughs) Yeah, and they're two very different people. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, 
yeah it's like getting awfully close to him like she's she's very much like trying to set this mood too Mm -hmm. um and he's going with it but yeah i think it's also important to know at the beginning of the episode and this time i do mean the beginning of the episode (laughs) and not the beginning of the scene uh when Corey and topanga are talking before he says uh be together for the rest of our lives uh she said we like all the same things and I just think it's important here when she's like, you're being distracted by all of this or by by the lights and everything and how that seems to be the metaphor Mm. with like Topanga. It's like, she's very different from Corey. Yeah. And it's like, which, which path do you want to take there, bud? What are you going to do? You saying that specifically. So I'm going to remember that. (laughs) I'm going to remember that for the future. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so the next scene we are obviously still at the lodge Corey and lauren are talking but they've moved to a window seat and are sharing a blanket he's telling her they're like sitting across from each other i want to be mm-hmm. clear they're just like both under the same blanket he's telling her a story of going of the story of going skydiving with his dad and brother and she says wait you can jump out of a plane but you can't get off a bus he says well i'm an ar- ironic kind of guy and she says i like that and i like the way that you're really interested in what i'm saying He says, well, you're easy to listen to, and I do think you're interesting. You're the most interesting, cute mountain girl who's ever rescued me. Sir. She says, you see, you do listen. He replies, thanks for pointing out all this natural beauty of everything around me. At this last part, he turns to see Feeney, who says, how you doing? Corey (laughs) says, Mr. Feeney, what are you doing up this late? Feeney says, au contraire, Mr. Matthews, I am up with the sun ready to make first tracks. He starts to go, but adds, but I'm quite surprised to see you up this early, Corey. Lauren, he leaves, and Corey looks at his watch and laughs surprised. It's morning. So, Lauren, I had a nice time talking to you. She says, so did I. I like you, Corey. He says, I li- yeah, I like you too. She replies, but we can't do anything about that, can we? He says, no. She nods. So, I guess I should get ready for work. She stands, sues out her pants, and says, well, I'm ready, and walks back <laughs> towards the front desk, which is insane. Corey gets up and follows. Lauren, we could be friends. She ignores this and says, hey, your ankle's better. Sean walks out during this and she finishes, so I guess you'll be skiing today. He says, yeah, that's what I came up here for. She says, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to stay inside on your last day. Have fun. Don't get hurt. She walks away and Sean comes down the stairs and says, all night? Corey says, nothing happened, Sean. We were just talking. Sean says, all night? Topanga and Angela come out and Topanga says, good morning, and asks how his ankle is feeling. He says, it's confused, and she's like, what? And he says, I mean, it's bothering me and it's not bothering me. I don't know what I should do. (laughs) I wish you guys could see Sid reacting to things right now. <laughs> she says, well, if it's bothering you at all, you should stay off of it. He looks over at Lauren and then looks back to her and says, yeah, it's bothering me. He puts it back on the table gingerly as Sean looks very upset at him. And that is the end of the scene. Yes, Sean has a right reaction here. Um, I just feel bad. It's weird. One of those like audience just watching it. Yeah. <laughs> just being a viewer and being like, don't do this thing. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. I'm mad at you. <laughs> I'm mad at you. You're doing the wrong things. Um, I The fact that they hung out the entire night, the way that they're mm. sitting with each other and just how close they are, like they've moved from where they were yeah. talking. So, and just being underneath the same blanket and being that close and her making the comments of like, you're just such a good listener and like all these things. I'm like, God, no. <laughs> Again, <laughs> if he was single, I'd go for it. Yeah. I, I, that's what also bugs me about Lauren because- She's aware. She very, she very much knows. Yeah, she's aware. She's aware. <laughs> but man, I love the continuity in the show. 
for the reason that he brings up the skydiving that just yes. happened a couple episodes ago. Yes. That was very cool to me. I'm like, yes, let's keep keep that going. <laughs> let's not forget <laughs> things about the show that have already happened. <laughs> I love that Feeny is awake and getting to see it. And I love he doesn't say anything besides like just being there. I'm quite surprised to see you awake. Yeah. Like, he just acknowledges the fact that they're there and Corey and Lauren, like, the Mm -hmm. way that he says it and then goes back upstairs. Like, he doesn't intervene. And that's what I also love about it because it's just a minimal thing, a minimal comment. Yeah. And he's like, you can figure that out. I'm not even. (laughs) (laughs) I simply won't be involved. But I do find it interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's also important because it's like Corey has to make that decision of what's going on there. Again, I'm like, what even is her job? (laughs) I'm just confused. Cute mountain girl. It's been said several times. That's her job. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I you mentioned the her just getting up and saying, "I'm ready." And I was like, "Could you just like go shower or something?" Yeah, that's crazy. I was thinking that. Like, do you actually live here? Because where you're just gonna continue working in your grime from yesterday? Fascinating. That's. That's gross. You're in the mountain, girl. You're interacting with (laughs) several people today. That's what you're going to do? Okay. Okay. Live your life. I guess she didn't, like, sleep on her hair or anything. Like, I don't know. Still gross. I don't know. Yeah. The fact he he stood up pretty quickly and he seems to be better. Noted. Noted. (laughs) Obviously. Um, It's just Sean being very upset about it. It felt very good to me that he was very much like, Hey, um, what are you doing? Because I'm like, yes, you have you have to be that little voice of reason for him because he's typically it for you, and <laughs> but I mean he's he can't do much because yeah. even when he says stuff, it's not right. Or <laughs> <Before he> doesn't <laughs> listen to it, so that's fun. But yeah, I just lying to spend more time with her. It just bummed me out. I can't believe that he's doing this after like just two days of being no. with someone else. Topanga's there and he's like still doing this. That's what also frustrates me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's it's very interesting because this, frankly, is probably people's argument for polyamory, right? Because it's mm. like, yeah, you can love your girlfriend and also find another person interesting and enjoy talking to them and like like them, have a crush on them, whatever. And yeah. that doesn't change the feelings that you have, X, Y, Z. But also... They're not in a polyamorous relationship. So he is, at this point, having a slightly emotional affair. And it's yes weird. It's weird and bad. And it's going behind Topanga's back. And now it's lying to Topanga about things. And yes. that's not okay. He's just creating this entire web that's just not <laughs> going to end up well. Because no. it's just it's making it worse. Because he's not actually talking with her about anything that's Mm-mm. going on. Yeah. All right. Next scene. It is seemingly later in the day. Um, as Corey's changed clothes, he is resting his leg and holding his puzzle piece and staring at it as Sean comes down the stairs calling, hey, I saw you with Lauren. Your ankle's fine. He rips his glove off and points, you lied to Topanga. Corey looks confused. I didn't do anything. Sean repeats pointing, you lied to Topanga. Corey <laughs> says, Sean, all we did was talk. Sean repeats, all you did was talk. And Corey says, that's it. Sean asks, no kissy. Corey replies, just talky. Sean asks, well, are you going to tell Topanga? Corey says, why would I tell Topanga about something that's not going to turn into anything? Sean asks, if it's not going to turn into anything, then how come you lied about your ankle? Corey says, listen, I've been with Topanga forever, okay? I don't want to have feelings for another girl. I can't have feelings for another girl. Lauren will understand that. Sean shrugs. Sure she will. Everything's fine. You don't have a problem at all. He points again and yells, read the Bible, and walks (laughs) off. And that's the end of the scene. 
It's great. This is my favorite scene. I love, I love the you lied to Topanga. It's so funny. It's so funny. He he's so dramatic in this moment, and it's he's not wrong, but it is hilarious to watch. Well, and I think it's because he also pauses right before he says it. And he's like, "You lied to her." <laughs> well, he has to rip his glove off for dramatic effect. Yeah, but that that makes it even funnier. Is yeah, like, it's, like, it's awesome. Just, it's very good. I just. I, as soon as the first time he said, why would I tell Topanga? And I was like, why wouldn't you tell her? Why? And that's that is, really what it is. Why wouldn't you tell her? If it's nothing, why wouldn't you tell her? And the funny thing was in the last scene, you said the thing about emotional affair. And I wrote down, you're acting like emotional affairs just aren't a thing in this entire situation. <laughs> I mean, they aren't when you're 18. <laughs> You they don't know are, anything right? But young. they don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. But in the way that's like, yes, you can like more than one person. Yeah. And that's also unfortunate if you're not going to be honest and open with the person that you're with about it. Yep. So I think that's Corey- when it becomes a problem, right? Yes. Is because you're lying about it. Because if you, if you do the thing and you're like, I'm going to tell her because this feels weird. It feels wrong. And like, maybe, and you know, so many things, so many things. Because if he had gone on the path of telling Topanga about it, then they could just hang out and then it probably wouldn't be a thing. But the fact that he lied about his ankle and then is not planning on telling her about anything that happened, that's weird and bad. He just ke- he keeps lying like in a row. Yeah. And it just yeah. it frustrates me so much. But yeah, if if he would have even told Topanga like, hey, we hung out all night, then it would have given Topanga like a little reason <laughs> to be concerned. Yeah. But like also still be trusting of him or like maybe she wouldn't go ski for the day. Yeah, maybe she would stay and hang out with him. She's just oblivious to all of it because... Again, why would she be concerned about anything? Like, yeah. and, that's, and also, that's so sad for her emotions, <laughs> like to just be <laughs> led and like played like that. Yeah, she and I want to be so in her clear. Relationship. Like, it's not, it's not her responsibility to hang out with Corey so that he doesn't have an affair, right? Yes, <laughs> but like it, it probably would change her decision making if she knew, and yes. I think that that's valid. Yes, you know. Um, so it's, it's simply bad. It's all, it's all bad. It's not good. Like Topanga doesn't have all the information. Corey is deliberately keeping things from her and also directly lying to her. And that's all not good. And then the rest of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest of the episode. But before that, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) I was wondering when that was happening. It's now. We are very close to It's now. It's now. The break is now. Uh, but we'll be right back with more of Heartbreak Corey after this. Hello, everybody. It's Sid. Welcome to the mid-roll, the spot where we do announcements, featured ads, and anything else that we want to talk about. First things first, happy 2024. It's a brand new year, and we are all tired (laughs) and busy, and that is why, uh, leading into my first announcement, at least for the rest of January, we're going to be keeping with our bi-weekly schedule. Uh, We just, we have a lot of things going on, and we're going to get back to a regular schedule, uh, hopefully in February and beyond, but just letting you know, you can expect these next few episodes to be released every other week, and we appreciate your understanding with that. Let's jump into the rest of the mid-roll. If you like our show and any of the others on the Scavengers Network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For just $2 a month, you can get access to hours and hours of bonus content, and every donation helps support us and the network. And you know, typically I have other things to say in the mid-roll, but this is already a fairly long episode, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and we're just going to 
dive right back in. How about that? Uh, so do you have water nearby? If not, you should go get some. And while you're at it, get yourself a little snack because you should treat yourself and you deserve it. Thank you for joining us. Let's get back to the episode. It James for Thee is a Space Jam review and appreciation podcast. With new episodes released yearly on Michael Jordan's birthday, February 17th. Hosted by As, Sid, Tay, Dan, and Colin. Ask not for whom the space jams. It jams for thee. On the Scavengers Network. That's all, folks. And we're back at the lodge. Lauren finishes helping a guest with something on a map as Corey walks up to the desk and rings the bell. She smiles and salutes. Yes, sir, may I help you? He says, I don't want to have feelings for another girl. She says, neither do I. Looks down at his ankle and asks, why aren't you skiing? He continues, I can't have feelings for another girl. You understand that, right? She nods, I understand it, and I respect it. Why aren't you skiing? He says, because I need to make sure you understand that last night didn't mean anything. She asks, does Topanga know you're here? He says, no, I told her my ankle was still sore. She goes, so you lied to your girlfriend because last night didn't mean anything. He says, I lied to my girlfriend because I don't want to hurt her. And I don't know what last night meant. Sir, you're being too honest. (laughs) In this moment, you're being too honest. She starts... She starts, Corey, you know, in that game, they ask, if you could describe your perfect mate, who would it be? Well, I've always known the answer. And he says, oh, please don't do this. She finishes, it wasn't you. He says, oh, she continues, I'm trying to say, I wasn't expecting you, but sometimes people take you by surprise. She leans in and kisses him once. He doesn't pull away. And I would personally say kisses her back. She pulls back and says, surprise. He just looks at her eyes wide, says, good. Well, I'm glad we cleared this up. He walks away looking like he's seen a ghost. She watches him go. And that is the end of the scene. Mm, Corey's even more confused now. Sir. The thing with this uh, is that he's being more honest with Lauren than he is Topanga. Yes. His girlfriend. Yes. (laughs) Who he's in love with. Supposedly. Supposedly. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think even Lauren knows it's fishy and kind of clocks that when he's yeah. like, no, I didn't. I uh, I told her that my ankle still hurt. Because at first she says, I respect that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And then he's like, ooh, actually, I'm, uh, I'm going to give you some mixed signals too because I don't know what's going on. And so she does take advantage of it, which like, yeah, it, it seems like <laughs> he's also interested in you in that case. Yeah. Like, I mean, he is. Right. Let's not. He is. And also, I find Lauren really interesting, right? Because she doesn't owe Topanga anything. Right. They're not friends. Like, she doesn't know him or know her, rather. She met Corey, finds mm-hmm. him interesting. And it's not her responsibility to not, like, be herself. She's yeah. being a person. Yeah. Corey likes her because of who she is. And it's his responsibility to not act on that. Yeah. No, um, all of this is Corey. I'm like, yeah. I, I can I'm not, act I'm not like saying I'm, you're, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not but saying I, you're doing anything. I'm just saying like from the perspective of like Lauren being this person, like she doesn't owe him. She doesn't owe either of them anything, right? She's just doing what she wants for her. It's about, in her frame of reference, this is about her. It's yes. about her and him. She likes him. She wants to do something about that. So she is. It's yes. not his, it's not her responsibility to not be the other woman. Like that's on Corey. Yeah. And for also frame of reference, I can't get mad at her. I've been other women before. Right. Same. <laughs> and like it's really shitty. Cause you're also like, I, I feel like there's something here mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Then when you do like hear about it after the fact of like, oh, I'm actually with someone I'm like the fuck. 
now I have to be that person. Yeah. Um, which I I don't like. But yeah, I all of this boils down to Corey having to make this decision or like figure out his feelings, and he can't do that. Mm-hmm. And he's just interested, even though you know he keeps saying I'm not interested in this or I can't like this. I can't be with this person. But it's like he's all of not your saying actions- I don't. Right? He's right. saying I don't want to, and I can't, and not that I don't. And for her, it's like okay, well, clearly you do. You're trying to not. Right. But there is something here. Like, I'm not making this up in my head. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you you just said you don't know what last night meant. You said you lied to your girlfriend about last night and about your ankle and about me. So all of that means something. Right. So why would I not in this moment act on it? Yeah. And it's not like they're having... <laughs> I don't want to ju- like justify the kiss or anything either, but it's like it's not like they're fully making out or like going and yeah. doing of other stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Here's here's this little kiss, Dad. Do I like you. you and, yeah, and <laughs> I will leave you be. And then the he's rest like, is your right, responsibility. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just that coming from that third party of like watching Corey and Topanga's love story mm-hmm. I just can't believe that Corey would do it still I'm like yeah it's it's just depressing because it's like yeah. Corey's supposed to be the seemingly nice and good guy that's like his whole character yeah the whole time and, and Laura has no Laura <laughs> Lauren <laughs> Laura has no context yeah for Corey and Topanga right? right like as far as she's concerned they could have just been dating for a year or six yeah. months or whatever right and that's why you can't get like fully mad at her yeah either. like i i can i like i was a little bit like oh i don't know because <laughs> she doesn't like, know about topanga but she, again like she doesn't know her anything yeah exactly and and Corey's not doing what he should be doing and shutting it down exactly why are men why are men <laughs> men are the problem Okay, so next scene, Corey is telling Sean about the kiss. He asks what he should do, and Sean goes, I'll tell you what you're not going to do. You are not going to tell Topanga. You understand me? I know women, Corey, and I know she'll forgive you for talking to Lauren, and I know she'll even forgive you, forgive you for lying to her because you never have before, but she will never, ever forgive you for kissing another girl. Don't tell her, Corey. Don't. Corey says, I just want this whole thing to never have happened. Sean says, well, it's too late for that. Topanga walks down the stairs at this point and sees him, looks very excited. He doesn't look at her, but says, hi, Topanga. And he, she goes, hi, Corey, you're back on your feet. You want to ski a few runs with me before they close the ski lifts? He turns to her and says, we need to talk. She goes, okay. They go over to the couch and sit. And he says, honesty is the most important thing in a relationship. And you mean everything to me. So I want to be honest with you. She nods. He continues, I lied about my ankle today so I could stay at the lodge. She asks, why would you want to stay at the lodge? And he says, well, I met an interesting person that I like talking to, Lauren. She asks, you lied to me so you could spend time with another girl? He goes, see, after you went to bed last night, we spent the whole night talking. And this morning, I told her it didn't mean anything. She repeats, you lied to me? And he says, I'm sorry. I'd rather break my ankle into 50,000 pieces and cause you pain. I'm never going to lie to you again. Mm, let's, let's wait like 30 seconds <laughs> right she says Corey, it's okay for you to talk to an interesting person but it's not okay that you lied to me he says i know i shouldn't lie to anyone i shouldn't lie to someone i love more than anything she hugs him and says i love you too and he sort of breathes a sigh of relief as sean gives him a thumbs up that only he can see <laughs> but in the hug she asks did anything else happen between you we come back to sean who turns the thumbs down and mouths no and Corey goes what? As they pull back from the hug and she repeats, did anything else happen between you? Sean behind Tabanga, his whole body is shaking no. <laughs> and Corey sees this and then says, no, nothing. They hug again and that's the end of the scene. I'm never going to lie to you again. <laughs> Literally lies 12 seconds later. It's crazy. Uh, see, at the beginning of this scene, when 
Sean is like, you can't tell her. I was like, no, Sean, he has to. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I, and what sucks about that is like, it's gonna hurt like hell, but at the same time, it's like, you can't just keep that. <laughs> and also he has a play here, right? Because she kissed him. Right. And like, yes, he didn't shove her off, but he could say she kissed me mm-hmm. and that happened and I'm sorry, right? Yep. Like, that would have been the the most honest way to say it. And like, it sucks and it happened, but like, I don't know. It could, <laughs> yeah. So not telling her at all is way worse than being like, she kissed me or even we kissed, right? Because it wasn't whatever. Yeah, no, but when when he's going through that and he's like, no, you can't tell her. I'm like, no, yeah. that's a way for him to lose Topanga. Like, yeah. and it's it sucks. But again, it's just like it, the better thing to do there is just to talk about that yeah and then it would be like a leave it at the mountain type of deal like quote True. unquote even Rabbit though the mountain stays it definitely would be brought up in the future but yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't know that would just have been an experience um what bums me out though when he's also talking about it and she's <laughs> like he finally is open and honest about it and then the way that he says why he wanted to be and he's like well i met someone interesting and i wanted to talk to them and i'm like that's not quite. I know it's like being truthful, but at the same time, it's like... It's a weird way to phrase Yeah, because then it's almost acting like Topanga is not interesting like enough to like go hang yeah. out with. And also overreacting. Yeah. To like, you lied to me. Because what it is, is what she said. You lied to me so you could spend time with another girl. Yeah. And that's weird and bad. <laughs> weird and bad and wrong. Weird and bad and wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really, I like that he was being honest. I didn't like seeing Topanga upset yeah. because, again, she didn't deserve any of that just based on Corey's actions. But I, I could not, <laughs> could not believe that after all of that, he still lied about it when she mm. gave him that out again. Of she like, did give him. Did that anything out. happen? And he could have just said yes, but it did. Like it either didn't mean anything, or like how you said, mm-hmm. like she initiated that, and I didn't do anything. But, but I, then and I'm I just letting you know that's it. Yeah. And surely she'll never find out about that. Surely. (laughs) Surely this won't come back to bite him. And also, (laughs) whatever. There's so many things we could do this whole, they could do this one scene forever. Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) The next scene, the students are heading out to leave. Corey stops at the desk as Lauren calls. Be sure to tell your friends about the Mount Sun Lodge. She looks back at him and as they make me say that. He just replies, it was nice meeting you, Lauren. She says, listen, I don't want to cause any trouble between you and your girlfriend. I mean, mm, is that fully true? <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes, you don't have to apologize. She replies, I wasn't going to. You ran off before we could talk. I said, I like you, Corey, and I meant it. I don't want to ignore that. Well, it's all in this letter. I hope you'll read it. She slides it into an open pocket in his bag as Sean walks up and asks, are you ready? Corey says to Lauren, I got to go. And they head out outside the lodge. Angela and Sean head off, presumably, to the bus. And Corey says hi to Topanga. She says hi back. And he asks if he can sit next to her on the bus. She says, you better. He says, let's talk all the way home, okay? She says, I'd love that. He replies, good. I'll just put this stuff on the bus. He goes to pick up her bag, I think, dropping his in the process. He gathers up the stuff and heads off. She watches him go, then notices something on the ground and picks it up. Mm. It's Lauren's letter. She just looks at it as snow begins to fall. And that's that's the end of the episode. No end credits, only cliffhanger. Rude. That's um, what we get. <laughs> I yeah, surely that wouldn't have happened. Um, no, there's no way the letter would go nowhere. There's no way Topanga would have found that letter before Corey did. Um, hmm. 
<laughs> I will say, I don't think Lauren's necessarily in the right. I don't think she's wrong. What she's doing is very gray, right? Yep. But she's also like deeply unapologetic about it. She's not like pretending that anything she's doing is like anything other than what she wants to do. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. She's not necessarily a girl's girl, but she is being really honest. And I appreciate that. I just appreciate it. It's like she, you know, that's the one thing. I think the fact that she wrote a full letter after like two days with this man. <laughs> True. A little psychotic. Like pr- professing all of her feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so- but also how how often, I feel like if this were me, I, <laughs> maybe not in the 90s, I'd just be like, here's my phone number. <laughs> like, that's a, Yeah. I think that's the part of it where I'm like, I don't know. You can still keep in touch if like yeah. it's just a, if, I don't know. Because then but it's in like the 90s, they Corey, don't have phones, right? Like they're they a letter. Phones. They have phones, but not in the like, we can't just like talk in a normal, like we're not texting, right? Like no, that they is how they would. Yeah. But realistically, people are still <laughs> writing letters. It's the 90s. Like it makes sense. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's more of like. It is a very intense thing to do, but also yeah. maybe. No, you, go for it. I mean, I she said like you meet someone and they take you by surprise. Like I wasn't expecting you, but I really like you. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Oh man. Just the just the fact that Topanga, after just asking her boyfriend who loves her and will never lie to her again, mm-hmm. gets to pick up the fun letter from the girl that all of this from, from the like, other hmm. woman. But it's like but she doesn't know that they kissed or anything. So it's also like, why is Lauren writing him a note? Right. Like what would there be? Right. And just to leave it on that fun cliffhanger feel bad <laughs> feels bad man feels bad man um man i simply can't wait to talk about next week's episode again william Russ did a great job with this he did a great job with this um, i will say last thing half of the snow that is falling at the end is fake and oh, i think that's sure. hilarious <laughs> not like not like fake like fake snow falling on her fake like part of the screen is digitized snow <laughs> Oh, is it really? I yes. didn't even notice that. I have to go back. You should go back and watch it because it's really funny. There's like one section of the screen. Like the snow is falling directly on her yeah. and then like a little bit to the right of her. But the part, there's part of it that's not. And so they just put digital snow in and it looks very silly. Oh, I gotta go I notice it again. every time. I'm like, that's not real snow. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. And also Daniel Page, who wrote the episode, this is well done. Yeah. The whole thing is well done. It's good writing. I love how gray it is. I love when things are gray. We've talked about this before. Um, and obviously parts of it are very black and white. But I think the idea of like when when you meet someone that you find interesting, how yeah. much do you owe like the rest of their life? Yep. You don't. You know? I, th- I think that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It also makes me wonder how thinking back on it, how like they stayed up all night talking. Mm. And it's just what did Corey omit from telling her because true so much of a lot of his life is also of topanga and his relationship and so i know that he's not just gonna like talk about his relationship with this girl but it is interesting of like what he's what he cherry picked out of that because a lot of what i even know and remember from this show at this point is about both is about the two of them and like their love story like those are the moments that i'm like oh yeah that's (laughs) this is what Corey's life is i think that if i had spent 
eight hours, nine hours, how, however long talking to somebody, I would also feel an intense emotional connection to the connection to them. Yeah. And just be like, to hell with everything else. You know, I got to pursue this because what if I never find this specific thing again? You know? Yeah. And I mean, when you, f- when you do find that person where you can just talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like you don't rare. run out of things to say to the people. That's a big deal. Like, especially not even like while you're dating or while anything, but it's just like, if you can just have that open of like conversation with them and then like the conversation just seems natural enough to keep right. going, that's a big deal. Where you lose track of time like that? Yeah. He wow. thought it was still night and Cor- and Feeney came down and was like, actually, it's the morning. <laughs> it's been hours, actually. <laughs> the sun is coming up, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I am up with the sun and so are you. <laughs> uh. Um. Well, hey, that's the end of the episode. What was the lesson, Sid? Was there a lesson? Hey, be honest in any relationship that you're in. Yeah, don't be a liar, I guess. Because, yeah, I mean, the sooner that you're also honest about something, like... <laughs> the less bad it will be. Yeah. It just uh, will be better in the long run. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was I, hard to pull from, but I was like, I the theme that I got there was all honesty because in the last two minutes, Corey was like, I'm going to keep lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, oh, boy. I simply can't wait for next week, guys. I just can't wait. I just can't wait. That's all. This is the end of the episode. I'm so excited. For the rest of the season, season five is so fun. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. This one, I was. It was just interesting to also come to because I've I've been the other woman. I've been cheated on. So I was like, I have been. <laughs> it's been all over the spectrum here with this one, guys. Um, and so it was like I I feel very deeply for both of the people that are involved in this situation. And this yeah. again, it's not like the. <laughs> It's not very much like the physical cheating of it, right? But it's like emotional cheating is still very much a thing. Absolutely, you're breaking a promise that you have made in your relationship, and that's problematic and also can be painful. Yeah, to the person that you're breaking the promise to. Yeah, it's messed up. Imagine, <laughs> imagine. I can't. I can't. Um. Hey, welcome to the end of the episode. We've done it, and you've done it. And here we are together. Yeah. If you'd like to follow us on social media, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at The Lost Years Pod. Uh, we share when episodes drop and uh, fun memes. And also ask what you're nostalgic for. So check us out. <laughs> check us out. You can also <laughs> check us out on email at thelostyearspod at gmail.com or read your email on the show. You can also rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, all the good places, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, helps people find the show. And it'll keep me warm during these harsh Chicago winters. Yeah, it's rough out there. It's rough out here. Uh, thank you to the Scavengers Network for having us on the network. You can check out other cool shows there, like James and Aaron Minute Movies and Frankenstein's Jukebox at www.scavengersnetwork.com. Dot com. If you want to find me on the internet, you can do that by looking for at Taycro. That's where I am. I'm on all the places: TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Um, and if you want to find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash it's takeo. My hope, my prayer, my dream is that in 2024, <laughs> I can upgrade my computer a little bit with my tax refund and start streaming more again because I'm playing Fortnite like every day and I would really love to stream that. Yeah. I would really love to stream it because I feel good about the way I've been playing the season. <laughs> I want more <laughs> people to see it. <laughs> Heck yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's me. Yeah, you can find me on the internet at Sudsley. Uh, so Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Blue Sky, and also on Twitch. Um, and my goal for 2024 is to actually get a computer so I can stream more. I want that for you. I want it so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to actually game. And I have a, a bunch of games in mind already of what I'd want to do. And I just want to give it a shot. I want that for you. <laughs> I want that for you. Um, okay, hey, thank you so much for listening. This one was a doozy. Yeah. I was looking at us car. I was like, dang, we're going for a long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot to dig in, and there will continue. To- I feel like the rest of the season is going to be stuff to chat about. So yes. buckle up and also come along with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun little ride. It's a fun little ride. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time. Your Tay. You're Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Goodbye, fam. Bye, fam. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.